Let's let them know. Turn, 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 turn up, turn up. Beatsbysand.com. B-E-A-T-S-B-Y-C-E-D.com. You are tuned to K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. All right, you dig? K100, you bastards. Let me, uh, I want to get everything lined up because I want to make sure nobody misses, nobody misses our next uh, on Instagram Live. I got to get this loaded up and make sure everything right over here. All right. Um, welcome, everybody, to K100 Radio. I'm your host, Blizzard. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the show. All right, 347-934-0966. That is the number to dial into the show. 347-934-0966. That is the number to dial into the show. I want to welcome everybody to another round of our direct line interviews. We're in the second hour right now. And uh, got a really special interview coming up right here. Uh, something that we don't necessarily uh, get a chance to do often. We're going to bring a poet to you guys, right? And um, first of all, let me let me go ahead and bring her on the line and introduce everybody to her. Uh, Tamika, am I saying that right? That's right. Yes, yes. You're saying it right. Tamika, I was, I was, I knew it was right, but I just wanted to make sure. So, Tamika Staley is on the line. Hey. Everybody, welcome her to the broadcast. Uh, you gotta give her a round of applause, hey. please. We'll do it for you. Don't worry. All right. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Again, that is the number to dial into the show. And um, we met uh, Tamika at the bar exam. Of course. Now, if you guys have been watching Cable Hundred Radio for the past uh, what at least two two years now, at this point, we've been rocking with the bar exam. Uh, the Bar Exam is a uh, a local showcase here held at uh, Apache Cafe once a month. Uh, Savage Fan Productions, the homie Mike Sit, DJ uh, Knotts, always over there in the building. Shout out to the whole crew over there at Savage Fam. I think he's on the line. I'm going to bring him up here in a second. And um, it's a really dope event. Uh, has a really organic following. Apache Cafe itself has had it, but Mike also has a, a, a following that's really loyal to the Bar Exam. Uh, basically... If you, ever, if you ever watched our Illa Kill segment where we play music live on the air and get feedback from the people, it's essentially the performance version of that. You know what I'm saying? It's essentially uh, artists come up there, they do their thing, they register, and, you know, you're going to pass the bar, pass the mic, and you're going to live or die by your performance just like you live or die by your music on Cable 100 Radio. And the people uh, hmm. have a say in the situation. So, of course, when I first saw the event, I fell in love with it. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I've been a judge at the bar exam before. I've attended numerous ones. And so we decided to partner up with Savage Fam and be one of the sponsors. And the winners of the bar exam, uh, they win a, a free interview over here at k one Radio, one of our promotional interviews that you are watching right now. Thank you for watching, by the way. If you're listening on SoundCloud, please follow. If you're watching on YouTube after the fact, please subscribe. If you're listening to us on TuneIn Radio, iTunes Radio, or on our mobile app, we really appreciate it. Tell a friend and tell a friend. All right? Now, so... Bar exam, K100 Radio, we friends. They win, we rock with them. Got it? Simple, cut, got it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so that's how this all works out. And so the bar exam has grown and it's on the move, and now it's going to other cities. And so normally I would have already met this young lady on a normal circumstances. <laughs> but Mike Sick has expanded, and he's taking the show on the road up to South Carolina, took it all the way up there, and the bar exam it was a great success. And... The person that won the bar exam, you know, up in uh, South Carolina, was this young lady. It was a poet. Now, uh, uh, understand that the bar exam generally rappers or singers, or who you're going to see there. But that's not all who's welcome. Poets are also welcome. Spoken word artists are also welcome. And so she came and she won the day. She took the crown. And so, <laughs> as, so she won up there. So when you win the bar exam, you get to come back and be a feature artist. So she drove all the way down to Atlanta. 
to be the featured artist because she won in South Carolina. That's how I came in. That's where I met her at. She was freaking phenomenal. She did her thing up there. I was really impressed with her with her poet, well, poetry and her spoken word. Um, and so I was like, yo, definitely just because you didn't win in Atlanta, that doesn't change the rules. You won the bar exam. You get to be on Cable 100 Radio. And now here we are. Everybody got that? Good. All right. Now we're at now we're at where we're at right now. All right, Tamika. Did I get that right? Is that pretty much yeah. sums it up? You got it. You got it right. You got it right. <laughs> All right. So, um, which is a little bit different because normally, you know, we're, we're here to um. Uh, hold on a second. Let me see real quick. Uh, let me see. All right. Um, I was trying to fix something on Instagram Live. Uh, so um, I was making sure they can hear us and somebody was saying something uh so i I don't want i don't want anybody to miss this because hopefully tamika right what we're going to do is you're going to spit some um some some, some poetry for us on the air right that's that's what we're going to do yes of course okay because normally we would um normally we would play music by the artist but this this is different so we're just going to turn our music down we're going to sit back and we're going to let her wow you uh with what she does which is freaking excellent you guys are going to really enjoy it so if you if you're if you're watching this right now if you're listening trust me if you know anybody who likes spoken word of poetry share go invite them to the live feed share it on your timeline be like yo because i'm telling you right now she finna, <laughs> she finna snap and you yeah. don't you don't want to miss it she finna snap you know anybody who like right. spoken word i'm gonna give you guys a couple of minutes then we're gonna talk a little bit we're gonna chop it up i'm, I'm kind of prolonging but i want y'all to i want everybody to be on the line to hear this joint live all right, uh, so Tamika, first of all, please formally just tell everybody yeah. who you are, all of your accomplishments. Uh, you got a whole bunch of awards and stuff you've won in contests. Go ahead and run it down for these folks. Okay, well, hello, everyone. How y'all doing? What's up, Atlanta? All the other states listening. I, I definitely am so, so grateful to be uh, live with you all. I don't do many radio interviews, so this is certainly a pleasure. Uh, in a nutshell, I am a performance poet and teaching artist. Um, I also do a lot of advocacy uh, across different communities. And the main thing that I uh, do in my poetry and facilitating and teaching workshops is teaching communities how to use art to create social justice. So that's like my specific focus. Um, I have a bachelor's in social work, so anything advocacy-based, um, anything about building communities and, and trying to dismantle systems of oppression to create a better environment, specifically for folks of African diaspora, is what I talk about. Uh, I also run a campaign in conjunction with that message uh, called Love on Purpose. Definitely follow that on Instagram at Love on Purpose Campaign. And it's essentially just something, a movement that I wanted to create was to uh, further teach communities and individuals and encourage them to be intentional and put love at the center of creating social justice, uh, putting love at the center of their jobs or their, their lovers, their friends, their families, in order to not only make a change in our environments, but to make a change in yourself, you know, to grow, to evolve. And I feel like the only way to do that is if you're very, very intentional in manifesting, like, what do we want to do in order to break down this toxic behavior and that toxic behavior in order to create change? Um, and sometimes that comes with uh, making hard decisions and being very intentional about tough things, you know, like checking each other when we're wrong, you know, you know what I mean? Like, we don't, we don't like to do that often. We don't like to hold ourselves and our loved ones accountable when we're wrong and we're, we're doing things to create uh, trauma and create oppression for others. Um, but that's, that's, that is the work, right? That's doing the work. That's being very specific and intentional about how we can come together as communities um, to make this place what we wanted to be. You know, we talk a lot about what we wanted to be, but 
uh, love on purpose is putting forth the action. And so uh, that's my main thing. But I, I also slam every once in a while. I've done uh, Queen of the South Poetry Slam out of Greenville, South Carolina. Shout out to Upstate. That's family. I'm two-time um, uh, Queen of the South champion. I co- I'm a co-champion this year. I tied for first with uh, my homegirl, Lyric. She's also a dope poet out of Atlanta, so definitely hit her up. Um, I've been featured in HuffPost, HuffPost Black Voices, HuffPost Women, Glamour Magazine, Self Magazine. Uh, I'm published in a few places. What's Good Black, shout out to C.R. Freeman, yeah. Uh, I'm Anthology, Hand in Hand, Poets Respond to Race by Al Black. And um, there's a few other places, YouTube. I'm on Facebook at Pam Castelli. Everything is Pam Castelli, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So uh, that's that's about it. I could go on and on with awards, but really, it's it's about the work, right? Right. It's about yeah, you know, I mean, what the work about? represents. You know, it ain't really about yeah, no, me not, necessarily. Yeah, no, it's not really. Nobody really cares that you've been. Nobody cares that you've been. Right? Um, nobody cares. And nobody cares. Not sound like modest. <laughs> I do it for myself too. You know, it's a healing thing for me. But right. um, I, jo- I I I came into this line of work because I knew that if I didn't do it, nobody else would. Right. If I didn't even be a voice uh, for our communities, if I didn't be a voice for black women and girls, then nobody else would. You know, if I didn't have our back, nobody would. Right. So that's 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 me. That's why I'm I'm, I'm here to to just you know spread the truth, spread the message, and, and rock out and vibe. You know, twerk a little bit in the process. You know, that's all. All right. So that's all. All right. <laughs> so you know, because she just says everything so nonchalant and like, yeah, you know, I've been on Huff Post and you know, I'm saying all these kind of things. I got all these awards and. But nobody cares, right? Of course, nobody cares. This not, of course, nobody cares, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We care. We care, exactly. Tamika. People care. <laughs> All right. People care. Well, thank All right. You, yes, yes. Yes. We care over here at K100 Radio. We love accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? You're here because of an accomplishment, and 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 the accomplishment that you uh did last week uh here in Atlanta at Apache Cafe. Oh. oh well, no, the accomplishment that you did at South Car- in South Carolina is why you're actually right, here right, right now. Right, right. So, yeah, accomplishments get recognized. You feel me? Now, I noticed uh, right. a central theme, a central theme in um in, in all of your poetry is uh, uh, the big ups and the, and the pride of being a black woman. You feel me? Uh, and we're right. going to talk, there's, 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 there are several, several things Mm-hmm. That we could go into, but we only have thirty minutes. You know what I'm saying? So right. when it comes to when it comes down to <laughs> right. just when it comes down to just black people, everything that's going on with the police, everything that's going on with uh, this country, um, in general, we, we there, there there's a war. I feel like that's really on black people. But of course, as as we well know, you know, black black women have their own set of issues. As, as you know, that's that's just separate from being black men. And I noticed that your uh, poetry right. centers around that. So what? Do you get any? Do you get any pushback? Do you get anybody who feels like, ah, oh, why she gotta always be pro-black, or why is it always gotta be about race? Because I get that a lot, and I'm like, I tell people, motherfucker, it's always about race because race is an issue in this country, and when it stops, I'll shut up, and until then, I'm not. But right. you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but but how do you right, feel about right. that? You know, when you're when you're out and you're campaigning and, you, and your 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 campaign is about love, but you have to put these ugly truths for for people to see. How do you balance that? And how do you right. try to pull people into the cause without turning them off? It seems like I have a problem with that sometimes because I'm just too brash, they say. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I get the pushback all the time. And the, and the reality is and the truth is, is that I don't always do it in a way that doesn't turn people away. I'm still learning that. I'm still holding, people, holding myself accountable for my approach. And I just think it's about me just 
constantly checking myself and 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 unpacking my own biases and my the own my own ways in which I'm conditioned by toxic behavior in order to spread that knowledge to others without being um rude or without being elitist you know and 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 I don't always succeed in that I don't always succeed in that but um, I just try to just I, I try to tell the truth, and I'm like that's why I wanted to come up with love on purpose to let people know that even though we're facing all this harshness, you know, you have to keep love at the center mm-hmm. because that's the only way that we're going to be able to remove it. Like I feel like the love is not, and, and when I say love, I don't even really mean love for other people, but just like or, or love in the sense of romantically loving a thing or something, but love in the sense of it's genuine, it's transparent, like being transparent, being pure and being genuine in anything that you do in order to create positive change around you. Um, that's the only way that we're going to have these uh, systems that continue to oppress and demonize us, you know, uh, dismantled is that if we be very transparent. And I feel like that's what love is, is being transparent is being, it's making a conscious decision to say, Hey, today, this is what I'm doing to get free. And right. that's that's love for me. That's that's love to me is saying this is what I'm going to do to get free today. This is what I'm going to do to get this promotion today. And all of this is towards creating my freedom and creating a better um, space. So I don't always do it, but I try to not not address people in the way that makes them think that I'm attacking them as a person. And so I kind of start off like when I'm when I'm when I'm in my poems, I don't ever give a disclaimer. I kind of just say it out and let people interpret it how they want to. And I get I get comments, I get um, hate mail, I get uh, <laughs> you get words, hate mail, all kind of stuff. You get hate and mail, I, and I just and I just accept that. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. I've, I've definitely gotten um, some hate before, it. and of course the the casual slide in your DMs to tell you all because you don't want to tell it in front of everybody else's comments. No, you know, <laughs> it, it's just a part of the territory, and um, I just accept that for what it is. And then I try to think about what I'm going to say and let the person know, like, hey, fam, I'm checking you not because I'm attacking you as an individual, but because I'm attacking your behavior. I'm attacking the system and the structure in which you've been influenced by. You know, I think that is that kind of makes it a little easier for people to digest because nobody wants to ever think that they're the bad guy. Like, you know, um, it's that guilt factor. Like, I don't want to think that I'm doing something to harm somebody else when in all actuality, you probably are. How and I just try to tell people that when I check you, I'm not checking you as an individual. I'm not, like, attacking you. I'm attacking the structure, you know what I'm saying, the behavior that you've been influenced by. So, you know, it works sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. I'm still learning. But that's that's how I try to kind of approach it so it won't turn people away. All right, so how do you – how do you? Um, I see the homie Mike Sick is also, I think, is on the line. I'm going to bring him on here real quick and tell him about, you know, uh, when he first met you and heard your poetry and everything and uh, about winning the bar exam. Yeah. And we're going to get into uh, some of your poetry. Uh, we're going to let you go ahead and spit these bars at these folks. I still say you got bars. It's poetry, but it's still all bars. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, it's the bar. <laughs> uh, besides, besides, when it comes to hip hop, you know, uh, I, the bar exam is like a, a hip hop based uh, thing. But, you know, like I said, it's not just for uh, rappers and singers, but it's mostly about that. And, um, you know, what we're dealing over here mainly in K100 Radio is, of course, hip hop. And misogyny has been a uh, an, an issue. Uh, a part of the culture, right? But misogyny is a part of society. Um, how do you how do you mm-hmm. com- how do you how do you combat that? How do you address that as a as a as a black person? Are, are you a defender of hip hop? Because some people feel like hip hop is the devil, and I'm like, no, hip hop just showing you devilish shit that goes on at the end of the day. Because you know, right. you know, you know, there for for, for for every for every hip hop rap video that has a woman shaking their ass, I can go to a strip club and find a woman willingly doing it for a paycheck. 
You feel me? So for you know, every time yes. somebody says mm-hmm. bitch, you know, nowadays every time somebody says bitch in a rap song, you could turn on reality TV and hear women calling themselves bitches. So how, how do you how do you address uh, the culture of hip hop? And, and as a, as a person who, who who says that you know we have to look, you started off with saying um, we have to take a look at ourselves and hold ourselves accountable. How are we to hold ourselves accountable? Mm-hmm. How do you feel we can hold ourselves accountable in hip hop? Uh, you know, as a person who's got your platform and, and tries to who wants to fix this thing, what, what what's your suggestions about? Right. It? Yeah, what's your suggestion? My suggestion, my suggestion is to not be complacent in 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 the behavior when you see something. You got to check it. You got to call it out. And and that's not to say every single time because that, you do have to also maintain your own mental health. And all, you don't always have the energy to check people. And sometimes you just got to walk away. But I feel like when you're in a space where you can actually say something and do something and stand up for somebody or stand up for something that's right, you do it. I, I just have no room to not to let something go on. And I know it's not right. I don't have I, I can't be complicit in that. You know what I'm saying? I can't be complacent in that. And I have to just call it out for what it is and, 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 and tell the truth and provide evidence for what I'm saying, you know, not just spewing off whatever I think is, is right and not backing it up, you know what I'm saying, giving giving factual evidence, giving opinions that are pre, uh, backed by, you know, sensible, you know, um, proof. And, and that's it. And, just, and, and at the end of the day, it's like when you give people the truth, they're going to take it how they want to take it. Um, so I think that that's the first thing is – is, is doing the research and doing the work to understand what it is first and then holding yourself accountable and then holding other people accountable. But it, it really starts by just um, wanting to be educated, just just learning and figuring out what this thing is. Um, and as far as misogyny goes, you know, it, it is in hip-hop, and I don't think that hip-hop is the devil at all. I think that, like you said, it, it's, it's showcasing and conveying devilish stuff because that's, that's what we know. That's what we've been taught all our lives, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I also would say that, that, that it's layered. You know, it's like as a woman, um, I know that misogyny exists, and I, and I am a feminist, and I do uh, stand up for for women, um, black women um, in particular. Um, but I also love hip-hop, though. So it's like I can do both. And then I also understand that, that, that some things are just complicated. So, like, a man calling a woman a bitch is not the same as a woman calling a woman a bitch. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. Um, one of these things is oppressive in nature, and one of these things aren't. You know, that's like black folk calling each other nigga, and it don't mean what it does when a white person says. Right. So also understanding that language and how uh, cultural customs are not all are sometimes one-sided, and in some ways we need to adjust the way that we speak, and in some and then sometimes we can reclaim certain words. I think it's just it's just knowing your lane and knowing where you stand, and I don't want to say knowing what you can and can't do, but yeah, essentially knowing what you can and can't do because it's, it's harmful, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just have to be mindful of who you are, what your identity, what your 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 position in the society is, and then interact with people from there in order to, to make sure that you're reducing harm. Like, you don't, you want to cause as less harm as possible. That, like, that's one of the things that we learn in social work is that you want to do harm reduction. So anything that I can do to cause the least amount of harm, I'm going to try to do that, you know. Um, now, that's not different from sparing feelings. You know, I'm going to care about your feelings hurt. <laughs> but I don't want to dismiss, I don't want to dismiss your humanity. Like, I can call you out and trick you and even drag you sometimes, you know, because sometimes you got to, you know, get, get rough with people. But I don't want to dismiss your humanity as much as I can. Right. So, yeah. All right. So I'm real quick, I'm going to bring uh, my homie Mike Sick on the line real quick and just tell him 
uh, how he felt when he first heard your poetry and, you know, just about the experience of the bar exam up in Carolina. Then we're going to go ahead and let you spit some of these bars before we get ready to roll out. We still got another interview coming up. We got Shane, which is also a winner of the bar exam. So, Mike, sick, I got Mike on the line. What up, bro? Yeah. What's going on? What's going on, family? Hey, what's up, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me up here, bro. Absolutely, man. So, uh, real quick, man, just run down what it was like because uh, I wasn't there and, and what that uh, bar exam was like up in uh, Carolina, you know what I'm saying, when um, uh, Tamika took the day. That's the first. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, first of all, shout out the, the, the whole city of Columbia, um, you yeah. know, the venue for letting us bring, bring the bar exam there. Um, it was a great experience. Um, got a lot of support. We had um, past winners actually uh, perform there and feature, man. So I circled back to the people that had came to Atlanta to perform at the bar exam to uh, make it happen in their city, man. It was cool. It's a good experience. Um, one thing that stood out to me with, with Tamika was um, she was uh, an early adopter in the sense that, like, once we kind of announced it, she, uh, you know, she registered. And not only did she register, what I appreciate is that she also got behind it and sharing it and, and just spreading the word that the show was coming, um, you know, to the city. And I really appreciate that and uh, was grateful for that. Um, and when I, when I heard her, man, um, you know, there's a I'm spoiled. A lot of us in Atlanta are spoiled. There's a lot of great poets in Atlanta, mm-hmm. a lot of great artists in general. And, um, you know, when I heard her, I was like, oh, yeah, she definitely has the, the pedigree of a adult poet in any, um, you know, any city. Um, she reminded me of the poets that I see on NPS and, and just, you know, of that pedigree that, like, yeah, she does this for real. So that was mm-hmm. the first thing I thought was, like, yeah, she does this for real. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I, I guess, you know, that's, that, I guess that's the thing when you're when you're – doing an event like that you know what i'm saying you have people just like just like with uh, a professional artist you have professional poets you have people they do a little spoken word or whatever but then when you know you see the real you know what i'm saying deaf poet deaf poetry jam you know type of like level of you know what i'm saying like whoa it just kind of blows your mind back and that's kind of what i got from a man you know just like uh independent <laughs> rap artist you know all poets aren't created the same to be honest with you you know what i'm saying right <laughs> so you know what i'm saying so when you see nah, one facts. You know, i mean you know, yeah 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 no I was just going to say that, you know, with her being a performance poet, um, a poet in general, you know, to the, to the to her point of being a performance poet, there's also an art to the, to the way you deliver it to people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of that comes from experience, uh, from, from what you see and then also what you go through for being in slams and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I think a lot of that's why we do these stages in, in part is for, for rappers, singers, and poets to, to kind of get their chops up as far as actually being able to perform what they're actually right, you know? Absolutely. So we're coming up on the uh, 630, so before, uh, Mike, if you can hang on, because, you know, we, we still got Shane, who, who's also uh, a bar exam winner to come up next, and we'll let you chime in a little bit more, too, on that. I know you said you had something that you wanted to say, you wanted to give out some games, so we definitely want to give you a, a chance to do that, but I want to make sure that we give Tamika a chance um, to uh, actually uh, uh, to, to, to give us some of these bars, you know what I'm saying? I definitely want to hear those. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put Ma, uh put Mike on pause real quick, and right now we're just gonna focus on Tamika and um right now you guys are in for a treat if you're listening right now K100 Radio I really appreciate it uh again three four seven nine three four oh nine six six uh if you're listening on the uh, TuneIn app iTunes Radio our mobile apps we really appreciate it if you're listening on SoundCloud and in um, YouTube uh by all means please follow and subscribe accordingly to our uh, channels and pages all right so Tamika. I want Tamika to do a piece for us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna just sit back and uh if you can just make sure you you know keep that keep that device right where in, right in the sweet spot 
and just give us, um, you know, give us whatever you want to give us right now, whatever you want to bless us with. You know, I'd like to hear one of the ones you did the other night, but it's not necessary. I'd, I'd like to hear some new stuff too. It doesn't matter. But whatever you got, load it up. Uh, we want to hear it. Let's check it out. Okay, I got you. On how to stay away from triggers when signing up for the only African American studies course full of white students. Don't. Instead, find the nearest poplar tree. Summon spirits of your ancestors. Ask for guidance to help you through a PWI, where their history is offered as a major or while yours is limited to concentration. A liberal arts college ain't feel so liberal after all. Tuition is the most conservative burden you will ever carry. They tell us education is key to success, but even with a college degree, after the second check and third feature, some of us still make altars at landlord's office each month, shout out praises at protests when pipelines prey on children for profit, or when politicians create policies for abortion and yet refuse to raise minimum wage. And that night we gather around our dining room table, some through bills with black hole and belly quenched thirst with tears, and most nights the only thing we can do for dinner is swallow pride. And then there are days where triggers don't seem so bad. I'm talking about the days when you come home from a long day at work, go to the bathroom and notice your roommate has left the cap off the toothpaste again. And just laugh. It's a lot better than being stranded on the toilet with no tissue. That is until you realize you'll have to go to the grocery store soon. Face the cold reality beyond these walls. Pass a preacher on aisle nine with a button that reads, God hates gays. Uh, pass a white woman in the parking lot all lives matter in your face while singing hymns of feminism, yet you still have enough strength to swallow every ounce of a mama say knock you out, only because you know black girls don't get to be angry. Black people rarely survive the attack. Instead, this body becomes fire escape, flee to prevent becoming free meal, sharpened bones for teeth picking, a long list of skeletons and other people's closets. And just when you think tragedy has stopped pouring on your head, you'll storm across a Facebook post by a black male poet who was once a friend. He says Bill Cosby's admission just wasn't enough evidence for him. He needed all the facts before deeming him a rapist. And that moment becomes stone. Do not turn self inside out for them. You'll conjure memories about your sister, niece, Mother, a start to think that should your core be cracked, should your core be cracked, they will swallow you too. Open mics in my city just don't feel the same no more. I understand now that avoiding triggers ain't possible. So I write poems instead. I try to find ways to cope, hoping prayer and laughter are the only things I need to survive this world. And when those things aren't enough, an audience at K100 Radio won't mind listening to a broken thing. Healing is a process, one I will always endure until I love myself whole again. Trigger warnings don't always exist, um, but ain't it sweet to dream of a world where we never have to need one? Ain't it? Thank y'all so much. Hey. I appreciate your time. <laughs> Definitely follow <laughs> Oh, I know we got to get that a round of applause. And she snuck the name in there, too, real thank quick. You, like, yeah, you. 
boom, like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. Uh, Definitely the, follow me on Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, at Tamika Staley, T-A-M-M-A-K-A-S-T-A-L-E-Y. Um, Definitely keep up with the campaign. Find out how you can support and book me in a city near you. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Definitely. <laughs> if, if you guys know anybody... Uh, you know, doing anything, especially in your city, as far as poetry, anything like that, you definitely want the sister to come. Her, you know, hearing it on the phone is good, but even seeing her, you know, go up there and and, and motion, and you know, there's there's a performance aspect of it. Just like listening to somebody, like you know, listen to a song and then seeing somebody performing live. There is a, a, a another added element, of course, definitely when you see her actually doing this live and the body language and everything matches right up. It's just really great and um, um really great words and a really uh, dope. Uh, poet and artist so you guys make sure you check her out follow her um you know support her her movements you know what i'm saying you know uh one day one day uh tamika we can have you on for one of our yes. points we can have you on uh for one of our points of views because at some point me and you gonna go to war i'm pretty sure yeah yeah we're gonna go to war me 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 yeah me 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 and you me and you me and you are going to go to war i hope we stay remain uh uh friends afterwards but we have to go to war because i i listen to everything you say and i'm like you know what me and tamika gonna have to go we're gonna have to have her on one of our debate segments so we can talk about some of these things we can talk about these uh 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 bill cosby case or something like that so we can just kind of go at it and you know, still love each other and hug up afterwards. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. And that all depends on you. All right. Thank you. Um, yes, I'm, I'm certainly up for that. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Y'all. It was great having you on here, man. Congratulations again on your win at the bar exam. We've got another one coming up. You guys don't go anywhere. Everybody pause. This is K100 Radio. I can start the background music back up now. Cause we was we had to get serious for a minute. We ain't want, I ain't want no background music. I ain't want nothing, nothing. All right, all right, Tamika, uh, stand by. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, y'all have a good one. Okay, all right. Uh, let me see if this is a uh, shame on the line. Shame. Yo, what's up? What's up, homie? All right, we got Hello? you on deck. We got you on deck, homie. Stand by. All right. All right, bet. All right, all right. So. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop, and R&B. K100, you bastards! One more time. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a uh, run. One more time. We're going to run one more uh, uh, quick, 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 quick commercial break. And uh, uh, you guys uh, just stand by real quick. And uh, we have Shane coming up, another winner of the bar exam right here on K100 Radio. Check out this ad, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Last of the Mo Records presents Wes Craze. Wes Craze. Wes Craze. With his new chart-topping single, Dream of Getting Horse. They try to tell me that I'm living right. 